Good morning to everybody. It's been such an awesome week. The power of the word has been so evident. Um, good morning, special greetings to evangelist Chloe, of course, my super evangelist. Um, the power of the word has been so evident. I think it's so awesome for me to see all the leaders this morning facing their fields. Um, I can see Pastor Wesley with the mask on in the van already at work. And these things are what shows me this is our community. And, and the reason why I wanted us to have those screens on, I wanted you guys to all see each other in what you guys face every day. But knowing that we're all united under one family is so powerful. Um, you can see, I don't know where Pastor Sandra is and she's with um, Deja, um, probably doing school run as well. And, and, and that's, this is the community, this is the family, this is the Paul's family. Um, knowing that all leaders actually have what they're doing this morning, not just that they came from the Word on the Sunday, but also that they have a target this morning. This morning, we're greeting the K Cyrus this morning. This morning, we're greeting the Love House, the WOTC. We're greeting the Super Moms, the Pastor Lizzie and the um, Pastor Sandra's and the Pastor Marion's. We're greeting these different, different um, leaders and different characters. So it, it, it brings me to the place to ask myself, um, okay, I can see Pastor Angie as well. Angie TV there with um, Isaiah. Of course, yeah, see, I can see. So it just brings me to the place to say, are we really hearing the word for what it is? Are we understanding what we're hearing? Are we discounting what we're hearing? Are we taking our time to break down what we're hearing? Are we being humble enough to say, I don't know what I'm hearing? Do you understand? I think in this lettering, be sharp lettering. I think in this season, what I've tried to do purposely is to say that I don't know what I'm hearing. So I have ignored many people many times from saying, oh, sir, I, I clocked this side. This is when you said this. I get it. I, I may, or peace and may, or many of us may have said things that are similar to what we're hearing right now. But actually, um, I have to admit that the level of word which I'm hearing is um, completely unrecognizable. I have to go back and re-listen so that I can speak and um, bring some understanding to it. Very important. The chief thing is understanding. All leaders, if you have your pen, your pad, so that you know how you carry out your day, you know how you speak to your people, you know how you carry yourself around. Understanding is the chief thing. It doesn't matter how your body reacts to a word. Your body may be excited. However, if your spirit has not understood that word, it is just a moment of excitement. And what you risk is your you being able to reenact that word going forward, but you will have the memory of the excitement. So what I've been purposely doing is every morning, every day, actually replaying the word to attribute it, put it next to something that I'm doing. So for the Nightshield family, is putting it next to the vision of Nightshield and everything Nightshield and saying, how does what he's saying relate to who I am? And so Pastor Toby said something so powerful yesterday. I'm not sure if you all got it, but he started to speak on the form, the form of a person and how I, you and I, I'm sure, have been overjoyed to hear a word like that where God actually says his love for you has nothing to do with how much you have pressed in the place of prayer or how much you pressed in the place of the word or how much you've jumped up excitedly in the place of the word. Those things should be for you personally. They should be personal encounters for you. 
because all God is excited about with you is your form. God's excitement for a Zoe is the form of a Zoe. And the form is this, the, the, the shape, the similitude of the person. Meaning everything that makes Zoe, Zoe is actually something that has been preordained for God to fall in love with. It had nothing to do with how many times she came for a, a, a four-hour prayer session. But it had much to do with the understanding of who Zoe actually is. And I'm not talking about the broken person. I'm talking about the born-again person, which is why, leaders, it is very, very important that you listen to the word in sequence, in chronological order, meaning you're hearing Thursday, you mix it with Friday, then Sunday. You will not understand Sunday if you've not gone through Thursday and Friday, because Thursday and Friday was the speaking of a born-again person. And this morning, as you rush around doing what you're doing, I hope we're all doing it from the mindset consciously, from the conscious mindset of the born-again man, the born-again woman, the born-again person, and what it means to be born again, meaning that I'm not pushed out of the womb once again but actually my shape and way of thinking and behaving has actually changed completely and I am in this place of relearning remember that to be born again is to be in a space of relearning just like we have um, Sammy we have Deja we have Chloe we have Isaiah just like we have these guys around us they're, they're, they're rapidly in their state of learning, meaning those who they are around, they're absorbing from. Wherever they go, they are absorbing, which is why it's important the schools we take our kids to because no matter where they are in this state of their life, what they're doing is they're learning to be. Yeah, they're learning to become what will eventually be a 16 or 18 year old Chloe is what's happening today, what happened yesterday, what happened the day before. What happens on a Monday to Friday, the words that she hears on a Monday to Friday and the actions and the actions that she sees on a Monday to Sunday. These will make up the person eventually. That's her born-again experience. And so we have the awesome pleasure with those who are around us now, those younger guys, we have the awesome pleasure now in giving them the born-again life. Meaning so that when they're older, they don't have to say, oh, now I'm born again. That's for those who lost their way at first, then you have to be born again. But if you've been born again already, then you don't need to come to the point of being born again. It is the job of their parent to ensure that they are brought up in a manner that keeps them in that born again state. So what I'm saying to you is constantly what you have to be doing every day as leaders is filtering from your mind. Filtering from your mind the things you see and the things you hear every day, decide. Decide what you want to add to the Alex of today, to be part of the Alex of tomorrow. Decide firmly what you want to take on. Because remember, when you meet a stranger tomorrow, whether it be in your workplace, if you're a minister Lola in your workplace, they will only see what you present to them today. They are not like your parents who can bring you up and hold to you what you did in your past. They only see what you present to them today, which is the reason why, leaders, this is the reason why it is important in order to live the born-again life, 
it is important that you have to be separated from the life you lived before. Especially if you're weak-minded. If you're weak-minded, you have to. And I give you an example from scripture. It's the reason why Jesus had to say to them, I, these are not my mother and father. You're bringing to me people that will hold on to me what I did in my youth. Then he presented to them another family. So consciously, every morning consciously, it's another opportunity to reenact what you've heard throughout the week of the word. Are you with me this morning? Let me just hear, see you chat. Just type for me on your chat. Let me just make sure that you're hearing me because I've not seen anything, any comments or so. Um, just let me know that you're on still. And I'm not speaking to myself. Thank you. Okay, very good. Thank you. So, there must then be, with every leader, every soldier this morning, your week goes like this. It is titled, Focused Enough to Offend. I need you to be very conscious of that and write that down if you're someone who needs to write to remember or you need to type on your phone to remember however you remember if you need to record to remember focused enough to offend meaning how do i as a leader live a life where i'm so focused that i cannot actually see i cannot recognize Exterior voices, exterior people, other people, outsiders, I cannot see them. I, I do what I see in front of me. I want to ch challenge that, um, that thought pattern. Focused enough to offend. I, I need to be able to just do what's in front of me. I think in the world we use sayings like, Minding my own lane. We have sayings like minding my own lane, minding my own business. Is there anything else? I, I'm sure there's other words that's, that show focus, right? But I, I kept on thinking of staying in my lane. I've, I've just said to myself, focused enough to offend. Meaning, Facing my front, facing my front is the, is the African version, yeah. <laughs> I want to have a focus that offends. I know we know of offending in Fendi, but there's also another offending. It's focused enough to offend. I want my focus to look, seemingly look like I cannot recognize you. That's offensive, isn't it? If someone taps you and you pay no attention to them, that's, that's deemed as offensive. If someone tries to draw your attention and you keep a focus and not recognize them, that is deemed as offensive. So it is focused enough to offend. I want to be offensive with my focus. I want it to be that I'm so focused that I'm looked at as offensive. And I'm not talking about being rude. I'm not talking about being rude. I'm talking about offending. Yeah, offending is You've, you struck a nerve in someone's heart or in someone's emotion, they may not be bold enough to address it. That's the kind of offense I'm talking about. I'm not saying being intentionally rude to somebody where you know you've actually hurt someone's feelings. No, it is focused enough to offend. If you quickly go, 
as leaders now, if you just quickly go to James chapter 1, verse 23. Uh, let me just take us from there. And I'm sure if you're on the move, you're probably not able to, which is fine. Just follow along with me. But if you're next sitting down and you've got your computer screen or you've got your Bible with you, then please turn to James chapter 1 from verse 23. But let me read from verse 22. It says, do not merely listen to the word. I hope you can underline that. Those of you who are able to... Um, hold on to your Bible right now or you're able to go on your computer. It says, do not merely listen to the word. I'm sure Pastor Kim, you heard that. Pastor Kim, did you hear that? Do not merely listen to the word. Also, I do like five SoundClouds a day. Now the SoundCloud competition has started. I do like 10 SoundClouds a day. Uh, you don't know me or her. I do my own while I'm showering. And then after showering, I continue to wherever I'm going. It's like up to 20-something SoundCloud. Wow. No, 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 no. You don't understand. I listened to last uh, service 10 times. Let me display for you. Then as Pretty is preaching, he's preaching. When Pretty speaks in tongues, he speaks in tongues. And then everyone says, wow, this man has clocked the word. <laughs> it said, do not merely listen to the word and so what? And so deceive yourself. So it's like you can do that and everybody around you is thinking mad. This guy's mad. This guy, whoa, man, have you seen the way he's in the word? It's crazy, you know. <laughs> man, the way this guy is in the word is serious. So you may deceive others, but what James says here is do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourself. It says do what it says. So Abby, the only way we can know that upon all this time you're in love house and you've been hearing the word if you're not doing what the word says then someone is deceiving themselves is that a fair statement guys hmm Morning, guys. Good morning, good morning. Is that a fair statement? Remember, you've got your laptops there. You can talk to me. It's fair. If we're only listening and we're not doing what the word says, then someone is deceiving themselves. It says, and so, and so deceive yourself. It says, do what it says. So doing what the word says is what allows you to remove yourself from deception. Not listening. And the doing side of the word cannot come on your own. You must have instructors in order to do the word because actually the ability to hear what the word is saying is given to your instructors or your father or your mother, but it's given to your instructors, your, your head of families, it's given to your house leaders. It's, what the word is saying is given to them. I'm not saying that you two will not now hear. No, you will hear also. But there is more grace given to your teacher. That's the reason why it's your teacher. It is impossible to do what the word says if your teacher is not instructing you. So every house is a school. If you've been in a house for up to two years, three years, and you've not graduated, meaning you've not obeyed the instruction of that house, 
In a house doesn't mean you're sleeping in the love house. If you're attached to the love house, a pastor Toyosi is attached to the love house. That means your love house. If you're attached to the gold house, Pastor Kate is attached to the gold house. He does not have to sleep in the gold house to be part of the gold house. So the instructions given from the teacher that presides over the house, over your life, is the doing of the word. If you spend a curriculum of 12-month curriculum, I don't know how your houses do it, your leader will tell you, this is a six-month curriculum, go and do what the word says. Your leader will tell you, this is a three-day curriculum, this is a three-day instruction, go and fulfill it. If you're not able to complete these instructions, then so, you're just listening to the word. It says, anyone who listens to the word, but does not do what it says, is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. It says that he's like someone who looks at his face in the mirror and after looking at himself, when he walks away, he forgets what he looks like. So then, I concluded that and you may want to write this down. The word of God is like a mirror. So, WOTC magazine will be experts in this field. So would K, K. Cyrus. You don't come online and you don't present your product without putting it, you're, you're looking at the mirror and putting it on, right? You're not going online to talk to all the various um, creatives in WTC without checking your image in a mirror. You check what you look like in the mirror. Isn't that right, Phaedra? You don't, you don't give it, a, you don't put it to chance. How many of you, if you are going to present in a prestigious event, you would rely on your best friend or you would rely on your house member, or you would rely on your husband, or you would rely on your daughter saying to you, you look good. How many people have left to a prestigious event, you've left to Sunday service without looking at in the mirror? You turn up and you say, Maddie said, I look awesome. Or you say, you know what, Pastor Wesley said, you know what, babe, right now, you're killing it right now. And you just say, yeah, Pastor Wesley said, I'm killing it. Forget, I don't need a mirror. No one, nobody would do that. No one would put that to chance. So now, the tool called the word. <laughs> Even on route, you still check the mirror 10 times. Uh-huh. So I need you to know, Pastor Toffee, the tool called the word is a mirror. Don't give it any more responsibility than that for this morning. This thing called the word is a mirror. Don't give it any more responsibility than that for this morning, please. Just so I can have your attention. And if I'm going to be focused enough to offend, when I buy a mirror, how many of you have bought a mirror and an image is already in the mirror? How many of you have bought a mirror and an image? That's called witchcraft, isn't it? Imagine going to the shop, pick up a mirror and someone's, someone is already there. Like, <laughs> oh shit. I was always going to swear like, damn, because that even made me scared. Like, what? That's scary, though. I almost swore there, man. Like, effing hell. No way. Imagine a, a, a couple out there, they don't know who Debo is, Pastor Debo. 
But they picked up a mirror and they just saw Debo's face there in the mirror. Would you even leave the shop with that mirror? I don't know about you, Nena, but I would not be bold enough to even touch the mirror. Charlie said, I'd smash it. I would smash it too. From the shop, I'm throwing a stone at that mirror like, what? What's that? No, no, no. From the shop, forget picking up. Let alone leaving with an image in the mirror. Pastor Tracy said, only in Nollywood, 100%. It's only in Nollywood that you see the image and then the sound effect. And then the image is there flashing and then there's light coming out of the image. How many of you would be bold enough if, how about if you open, flicked your mirror open? Or if you're like me, you wake up in the morning and your mirror is right above your sink and as you're brushing your teeth, you're looking at the mirror. How many of you, if you looked up at that mirror and you did not see what you believe is Nena? You saw Maddie. Would you not be freaked out? You would be freaked out. So he says here, the word of God is like a mirror. That's what he's saying. He said the listening of the word is not enough, but the doing. He said anyone who does not do is like someone who looks in the mirror, sees a fault, and walks out as if they did not see a fault was there. They continue their life. So when I say focused enough to offend, I need your focus to be on one thing. And I think you've already guessed it. Can I focus on the mirror? Because the image that the mirror is portraying to me is important you got to write that down so that you don't become spooky why why PO will I not become spooky because the faith has made it that we look to everyone else but ourselves it's made it that ah, if I'm to be a strong believer winner nation taker industry captain if I'm to be that, it surely cannot be as Kimberly, Todd, Cyrus. It must be that there is this person that I must take on. And when I take on this person, I'll become so powerful. Then everyone will say, whoa, uh, Kim P. Kim has changed, man. Wow. Then you see, when she woke up, lightning was in her eye and then we knew, no, it's a different being now, different level. Sometimes we think spending time in the word and doing the word, somehow you wake up and maybe it's the, your hair color change. Now that I have more gray hair, it signifies that the spirit of wisdom has fallen on me. So powerful. Now I feel like I can do. So the image that the mirror is showing you is important, focused enough to offend. Let us go to the image. I'm sure you already know where I'm going, some of you. Colossians chapter 1 from verse 15. The word is the mirror. He said, the sun is the image. Did you all get that? He said who? The sun is the image. So actually, Pio, from what you're telling me, it means there is a set image for God. 
Meaning, if God looks in a mirror, he is going to expect to see someone. The Son is the image of the what? Invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. That verse there is very important to you in your life as a leader because what Paul did there is Paul allowed me and you to be involved by the revelation of knowing that it's not Jesus. Jesus is a guy just like Phaedra and Onyi and Hannah and Nana. So he made it clear to let us know that the Son is the image. Meaning now, how you look physically, how you look physically has nothing to do with what God is looking for. But there is this image called sun. It's a spirit. This image is what it takes for you to reflect who? Message me, just so I know that you're following up with the class before I begin to round up. This image is important for you to know that you're reflecting who? God. Thank you. Sam is the one paying attention. Charlie said hair. What does hair mean? Pastor Perry, what does hair mean? I asked a question. For you to know that I am reflecting God, there is a mirror and there has to be an image. I just need to reflect the spirit called Son. And that spirit has nothing to do with me physically. Neither does it have anything to do with my physical characteristics. Let me, let me just break this down to you. If Debo is used to itching his head or he's used to whispering, everyone knows Debo whispers when he talks. He's a whispering man. I think we should just start calling him the whisperer, like dog whisperer, human. What are you, human whisperer? Maybe you're a human whisperer. His whispering, the way he talks, his whisper has nothing to do with what would qualify that he's reflecting God. Are you hearing me? So that you don't start changing what does not need to be changed. so that you don't start doubting what needs not to be doubted. As a leader, if it is that you like to drink hot tea in the morning, it has nothing to do with anything. It is a physical characteristic. But there is this image called sun. It is a spirit. As far as it rests in Zoe, Zoe, can stand in front of the mirror and reflect God. Are you hearing me this morning, guys? Meaning, when Phaedra stands in front of the mirror, God does not look at Phaedra and say, ah, when did I get parting on my head? When did I become tall? When, he does not ask those questions. He does not look at Zora and say, ah, when did I now get Afro? I thought I had a long hair. He does not look in the mirror and say, when Sam is there, he does not say, when did I start wearing glasses? It has nothing to do with the physical image that is portrayed to God in the mirror. It is the spirit alone. So now, the focus to offend is you have to remain in front of the mirror because you are the person 
God is looking for. But it is because of your spirit, the spirit inside you. Oh God. I hope I can break this down to what I need it to be broken down to for you to understand something. So, the first person you look to in the morning, that person looks like you. Where do I push the responsibility of K. Cyrus growing? I cannot push it to God because when I stood in front of the mirror of the word to reflect God, I saw myself. Does that make sense to you? So that tomorrow, if your life is going a certain way, don't look too far. There are decisions you had to make when you stood in front of the mirror. When you stood in front of the mirror and God was trying to signal to you that in your heart, I still cannot see God. I still cannot see son. I'm, I'm already content with seeing Alex. I have no issue with Alex. How he looks, what he does, whether he smiles or whether he frowns. I have no issue with him. But in his heart, where I pay attention to see the son image, I'm still seeing part of his dad. I'm still seeing part of his brother. Alex, pay attention to the word and remove this characteristic from you. It comes from your father. It comes from your earthly father. Remove it. So you can search deeper than what you see because it all lies with the image you see in the mirror. It looks like you. It is you. However, what God is trying to bring you to attention is to say to you, that son is a spirit inside you. That's what I look to. That's what I see. And my word, my mirror is diligent enough to let you know that the emotion that you're exhibiting right now is not me. This emotion of quick anger, of irritance, this emotion of irritance, quick irritance, it's not me. It is your father. It is your mother. It is from someone else. It is from a TV show. <laughs> it, is, it is from somewhere beside the sun. So if we, if we can pay attention to what the word is bringing us to understand this morning, it is so that we can know and acknowledge that actually wherever you've traveled to thus far, it has been because of decisions you made. Not dreams that you had or visions that you saw. Decisions you made brought you this far. I, I tell Charlie, decision, decisions decide destiny. Meaning wherever someone is, they decided to get there. There is no such thing as it's not my fault. It is your fault because you are the only person standing in front of the mirror, but you decided to not pay attention to what the mirror was pointing out to you. The mirror was pointing out the, 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 the falling of your heart, where you needed to improve in your heart, where you needed to get better in. The, the mirror was not trying to show you that, ah, it's Tofumi in front of this mirror. Therefore, huh, this needs to change. I need to see Christ. What does that mean? What does I need to see Christ mean? Have you seen him before? He's a spirit. He dwells in you. So, the mirror 
whoever is bold enough to stand in front of the mirror, what the mirror says by reflecting you, showing your image, showing your person, let me say, let me, let me differentiate image and person now, actually. I think that's the better way. What the mi mirror does is it shows you your person just to let you know that the right person is standing in front of the mirror. And then it says to you, check your image. Does that make sense now? The person is correct. Check the image. So listening to the word, listening to sound clouds, getting involved, serving your leader, cleaning the bins, doing whatever you got to do, um, cleaning the house, doing this, going to school, running your coders club. That has nothing to do with anything. But doing what the word says, because that doing can pertain to coders club. That doing can pertain to something in the house. The doing of the word is what allows the image to change. How many of you, after following instruction after instruction, have your eyes changed to blue? If you're Charlie, then has your eyes changed to black? Has there been a physical change for us to know that you've been doing the word. No. Because God has no issue with the person. But the image has to change. Here stands laddie. Person. But the image could be his father. That is a problem. That will be the problem the world will have is if Laddie is standing as a person, meaning we are seeing him and we recognize this person as Laddie, but the image inside the person is his dad. It's not Laddie. There is nothing called Laddie, actually, <laughs> because it, it, he, he grew up with experiences. He's made up of different people. Unless he's chosen to be born again, and he's now chosen to change his experiences, change his teaching, and be a new person. You run the risk of being precious, but still being your mom. You run the risk of being precious, but still being your mom. If the image doesn't change, and the only way the image can change is if you're not only a hearer, but you're also a doer of the word. Pastor Oni, can you please give us evidence that it has nothing to do with how I look? Can you give us more evidence that it has everything to do with how I behave? The image, how I think, the image. So let's read on. Colossians chapter 1, verse 16. He said, For in him, how many things were created? All things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers, rulers or authorities. All things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. How many descriptions there? sound like eyes, nose, mouth, ears, hand, fingers. Did you see fingers there? He's describing an image for you. This image created all things. In this image are invisible and visible things. Inside this image, this image also rules thrones and powers. This image has authority over rulers and authorities. He's talking about the characteristics of this image. That by doing the word, you come close to this description. When I was younger, 
I wrote next to this scripture, I wrote the CV of the Christ. This is what he looks like. This is his character. This is his being. He has no concern with remaining in a Jewish man called Jesus. He has much concern in also being in Gentile. That's why we have the preaching of the word. That's why Paul was commissioned to the Gentiles, to those who are not Jews. This image did not say, I only want to be in those who are Jewish. No. This image just wants to be in those who are doers of what? The word. Why? Because it is the reflection of God. It is the reflection of God. If I have not yet become significant in what I'm doing in my mountain, as we use the word mountain, we use the word mountain in my mountain, in my field. If I am not effective in my field, it could be that I have not yet reflected God there. Because if God was doing admin, certain things would be done by now. Certain things would have been created by now. Ignore the face Neona, Pastor Neona. But if God decided to be an administrator, I'm sure everything would be administrated. It would be like the creation of a software, like a Word document or Excel. You'd be like a walking Excel according to whatever you want to administrate. Are you with me this morning? As I begin to round up, 8.56, very good. So don't complicate. The mirror is there, but it means nothing to just have the mirror. Do you understand? It means nothing to just have the mirror. Having the mirror just brings to light. Pastor Kate, having the mirror, meaning the word, just brings to light what I should be reflecting. It does not now mean that I have actually changed something in me to resemble what the mirror was showing me. That's where instructions and doing comes in. Doing and instructions is, Abby, can you not see that the mirror is telling you to be bolder with this? As far as you keep on hearing boldness, the mirror is saying, I am bold, I am bold, my image is bold. You can hear that and say, wow, boldness is so good. Boldness is so beautiful. Look how majestic boldness looks. But you see, if you do not make a decision to become bold, then you have left the mirror and returned back as Abby. So it was so nice, the brief one hour, you know, sometimes one hour you're staring at the mirror. One hour in the word, one hour staring at the mirror, right? One hour listening to SoundCloud, you're just, it's mirror time. But those who are winners, world changers, they see what the mirror is reflecting through words. That is why it has no issue with Phaedra's face because I can hear the same SoundCloud and the mirror spoke to me too. Mirror has no issue with the person, but he has issue with the image. So you have the whole of this week, leaders. I just want to keep it there because I can go on on this. I've got so much notes on it throughout the last three days. I have a focus to offend. It's an offensive focus. That's what I have. If I offend you, I'm not sorry. It's intentional. 
It's a focus to offend. Once you start speaking in a line of something I don't want to hear, I clock out. And you're speaking to nobody. I've heard three lines and I said, no, no. These are words that cannot be part of me. Clock out. So maybe someone else responded to you whilst you were speaking to me. It does not mean I acknowledged you. If we are in a group and we all laughed apart from me, please focus on their laugh because I clocked out. It was not funny. My image is very sensitive to what it hears because the word is like a mirror. How long can your leader keep telling you, lead, take over, take control of this thing? He can only keep on telling you. But every time you leave the mirror, you return back to normal. Nothing then changes. It is hard truths. But it, it has to be told only to leaders. That's why I'm only conscious that leaders must be on. They have to be on so that you don't look further than the mirror. Haba, why are you looking further than the mirror? You woke up, you looked at the mirror and the mirror said, you are the fairest of them all, Zoe. You are the fairest of them all. It's you I'm looking to, to look at. Because you did not see P.O. in the mirror? No, it's got nothing to do with P.O. If you looked in the mirror and you saw yourself there, you are the first of them all. I want to speak to you. Then the mirror starts speaking to you. It says, change this, change that, change that, change that, change. And as you're hearing the mirror speaking to you, you're saying, whoa, mad. Ah, I always knew. My mom was responsible for this behavior. Ah, I always knew. My dad is the reason why I sulk like this. I always knew. I picked up this desire from watching this program. You can pick up desire from watching a program. Don't watch anything. Not, not everything is to be watched for God's sake. You can pick up something. It becomes a part of you. Then you spend another lifetime removing it from your person. Why? Pio, have you watched Power? And I keep on telling them I've not watched Power. And I, I behave as if I don't know what it is. I know. I just said, oh, what's that? Whoa, oh man, I don't know what it is. But I've, I, I got a glimpse of it and, I, and in my head I worried and I said, okay, so I should sit down and give this thing seven seasons? How many seasons does the thing have? Six seasons? Five? I should give this thing five seasons, episode after episode. Just what is here? So I tried to hint to the person talking to me. I tried to hint to them. I said, I don't watch anything with 50 cent in it. I just try to hint to them that you're not going to get something from this thing. And I'm not trying to be a killjoy and say, don't watch things. I'm just saying, I know how far I can go for my own image. So I don't take on something. I know for myself. Now you be diligent for yourself so that you don't take on something that you behave a certain way and you say, ah, you know, it's that character from... Um, I don't know any other show. I don't know. Um, Girls Aloud. I don't know. It's that character from Girls something. It may be a fine program. For someone else, it is okay. But for you, you took on something. And when you go back to the mirror, the word will tell you, that thing, you got to lose it. And you may not know where you got that thing from. You may not know where you got insecurity from. Why are you insecure? Who is watching you? Who cares? Who really cares about how you sit or about how you talk? If you're insecure, an insecure person, then you're looking for someone to boost your morale. Why? You got it from somewhere. It may have been in school when you became insecure. What the word will do, it will start to teach you to be bolder. It will start to give your life relevance. It will say to you, your life, your person, Zoe, your person is relevant. It will say, Bami, you're relevant. It will start telling you these things so that you can break out of 
that image you added because when God sees you, like what I said to you in the beginning, if I carry a mirror out of a shop and in the mirror, I, Nana's face is already there, that would be scary. That is what some of you do to God. When he spent times with you and when you come to the mirror, he's expecting to see himself and then you present someone else. You now, he now has to say, ah, I thought we worked on this boy's eyes. The eyes of truth. I thought we worked on this boy's eyes before. And then he has to see, oh no, he's going to go and darken his eyes with something. He went to go and read something that darkened his eyes. Then God said, ah, now we have to go and clear the eyes. Then the word starts to tell you again, go clear your eye, go clear your eye. Then your leader comes to give you instruction to clear your eye and then you don't do. Did you get me this morning? Awesome. I never know how to close up, but it's the 9.05. I don't want to take any more time than that. It's one hour. I'm sure we can all enjoy the word for another few minutes, but because it is a Monday morning, start of a new week for sons of God. Remember the scripture that PT gave us? Thank you, Pastor Dr. Emma. Remember the um, scripture PT gave us about the sons of God? Yeah? So you, you, you have to have that spirit so that it qualifies you as the son of God. Remember, it said the spirit is what qualified them. Romans 8.14. Yeah? Read that. I'm loving this Monday morning chats. I hope it's a chat and it's not like I'm shouting at you guys because um, I don't want to shout at you. I just want to talk to you. So I'm very grateful you called it chat. That's what I want it to be. I want it to be very, very... Um, let me go to Romans 8.14. Pastor Dr. Emma has instructed me. Yes, it says, For those who are led by what? The Spirit of God. Those are the sons of God. The image of the son is by those who are led by the spirit. It didn't say how you look. As beautiful, as beautiful as a pastor Dr. Emma is. And then not just beautiful, she's now a doctor. This is a serious combination. On top of that, God said, that's nice and I like that. That does not need to change. You don't need to change profession. Neither do you need to um, dumb down your beauty to look some, um, somehow. No, in just that, I'm fine with. But it's your spirit I'm trying to show you. Change this, change that, change that. And become a son of God. Thank you, um, Pastor Sam, um, Minister Sam, you gave me the scripture. So, it is Monday morning, another week for us to be in the word, focus, reflecting in the word, Knowing every morning this week when you wake up, it is you first. Open the word and then remember instructions your leader has given you. Pay attention to instructions. They are the main thing. Instruction is the main thing. It is great to hear the word, SoundCloud, blasting it. It is good. It is good too to take down notes, SoundCloud, it is good if you can follow your notes, but I'm giving you an easy way. Go back to the instructions of your leader or ask your leader for instruction. If you've never received an instruction from your leader, it can be your house head, it can be your family head. You sit down and you say, so what's, what, what's, what are we meant to do here? What, what are we meant to do there? You know, you, you get instruction and that instruction follows you until you complete it. That's how you live. Then you know that you've changed, a part of you has changed because you, you saw through an instruction. That's just how it is. I've given a lot of people in, this, in the Gold House instructions. 
I've given them instructions. I gave Minister Lola an instruction. Pass your exam. Leave university alone. I told Minister Lola, those of you who know Minister Lola, waking up every morning, studying, this, that, that, putting effort in university, wasn't getting a certain result. Drop the university. It's an instruction. Your leader said, drop the university. Go do this. She dropped it. She went to do that. Jobs started streaming in. Now she's got a new job. She just even, she, I don't, I've not seen someone who jumps a job like Lola even now. Left one job, jump into another job. They're paying her more. It is, came from an instruction. Not, I'm not the power here. It is the power God hides in, in instruction and following the word. So it's not me, myself. I'm also looking for instruction through the word. So it's not only as the person. It is God's system. God has a system. If you like, if you love his system, his system will bless you. What is PT saying? Is PT saying prayer is no longer important? No, that's not what PT is saying. PT is not saying prayer is no longer important. PT is not saying that you will not pray anymore. What Pastor Toby is trying to tell you is Kimberly Todd, the person called Kimberly, before she even made one prayer, God just fell in love with that person, that form, the form called Pastor Kim. That's why you need to learn to love people because the form of the person, certain things about those people that irritates you, actually God likes them for that. God finds them humorous. He loves them for that. It would have irritated someone those days. Solomon, why? You just like women. You just, it would have irritated someone those days, but God has no issue with it. He's still, he likes the form of the man. So, I'm not saying that you may have bad behaviors that God enjoys. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying the form of the person, meaning K. Cyrus. What will make K. Cyrus work? God likes that. I like the fact that she likes to get into different businesses all the time. Different, because eventually she will find what I need her to do. That God likes that. Uh, learn to love one another because God loves us all. And you're, you don't want to go and be irritated by what God actually values in another person. You don't want to be. So just look past people's faults, face your front, um, stay in your lane, mind your, um, mind your business. Like I said, keep your eye on the mirror, focus to offend. Focus to offend. You know, um, uh, someone like a Pastor Emma. If I send Pastor Emma money, this is money, do this, 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 this. Where the, the money ends up in her business, in beauty supply, because she's focused on that. So then I can say, you didn't buy yourself this, you didn't buy yourself that, but the focus is that. That's what God wants. He just wants the form of someone who is interested in a project. He wants a lady who's interested in a project. Hmm? And so too, many of you, a, a Pastor Eben, a Pastor Alex, someone said, oh, Pastor Alex is always smiling. He's such a nice guy, happy guy. Yeah, it's, it's meant to be his form. That's how he's supposed to be. God wants to know more about his image, the inside. What drives him to do certain things? God is interested about that. It's a focus to offend week. So if anybody is offended by your focus this week, tell them, I'm not sorry. <laughs> uh, you know, I thought you were going to say, P.O., tell them I'm sorry. No, tell them I'm not sorry. I, I'm focusing on purpose. Um, Pastor Niona is laughing. You say, I'm not sorry. And then you may get a response back saying, ah, this is not what I expected. You say, yeah, I'm not sorry. I am intentionally focusing, Mark, if you did not clock. I'm just that kind of person. So I can speak to the Paul's family. Paul's family accepts me for who I am. Nyona, don't judge me, please. Don't try it. The Paul's family accepts me. You see, everybody's happy. Uh, Pastor Toffee, have an awesome, awesome week. This week is just for you guys to um, look at the word. 
from a very, very focused point of view, it is just talking about you. You matter for your field. If hair will change, if, if beauty and hair design and stuff will change, Pastor Aziza has to stop looking beyond Aziza and has to just focus on Aziza and look at Aziza and say, there are, what is it about me that is stopping creativity for Zahir? And you're focused. And as you ask those questions, the word will tell you, change this, change that. And if not just the word, your leader will tell you, do this, do that. I've given Pastor Aziza an instruction. She just has to do that. We sat down last week, we had a good chat, and I said, Pastor, please just do this. This is the main issue. Just do this. And I guarantee you, once you change that thing, things change. Awesome. It's 9.15. I don't want to keep on taking time. Any question, anything before I leave? Any question before I leave you? Um, any question, Pastor Toffee, any question? Uh, it's, been, it's been awesome to have you guys. I'll try to come on again, but um, I know you're all very focused already. So, and maybe PT may be on with Pastor Sam later on today. So, love you all. Take care. Bye-bye.